The 52 Sketches Podcast, Episode 6, Screen and Stage Actor, Dan White. Welcome to 52 Sketches, a podcast about creativity and creative practices. Here's your host, Rob Head. Welcome to the 52 Sketches Podcast. I am your host, Rob Head. Today, I'm excited to have on the show Dan White. Dan White is a writer, performer, actor, singer, and comic living in Los Angeles. He starred in Showtime's Barbershop the Series and has appeared on numerous shows, including The Young and the Restless, Hit the Floor, Sean Saves the World, Kirstie, Chasing Life. Dan has appeared in national commercial campaigns for companies such as McDonald's, Hardee's, Hewlett Packard, and Taco Bell. On stage, he appears in productions such as Pulp Shakespeare, Henry V, and Three Sisters. Finally, he voices characters in video games, including games in the Walking Dead, Aliens, Far Cry, and God of War series. Dan can also currently be heard as the principal on Cartoon Network's Clarence. Dan also performs his stand-up comedy nationwide, so welcome, Dan. Thank you so much, Rob. I really appreciate that. Great to be here. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah. So is all of that true, or am I giving you credit for the work of uh, other Dan Whites? You know, all of that is actually true. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. And uh, it's it's a trip to hear it out sometimes. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) I did that. I did that. Yeah. 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 Any other, any work of any other Dan Whites you want to take credit for? Maybe the magician, you know, the other actor, you know. There's a a (laughs) magician. There's a dude who's in a bunch of uh-huh. westerns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, IMDb must uh, must have a real hard time with you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Sometimes. Well, yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time. I'll I'll start with a, a bit of a risky question. Um, uh, how are you and yours? Uh, you know, faring during this crazy year. It's been weird. It is. It has been an interesting time. Well, you know, as far as far as uh, just personally, uh, of course, it's, mm-hmm. it's been it's been a, a, a tremendous opportunity to spend time with my family. Uh, mm. You know, I, my, my taught my daughter how to rollerblade, how to ride a bicycle. Oh, nice. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we, we, uh, despite the social distancing and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, that has been the, certainly a silver lining to the cloud. Um, profes- yeah. Professionally. Um, video games are through the roof so like oh, that nice. that is that has been um that is certainly picked up in a lot of ways and as 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 have on-camera opportunities um you just hmm. have, have to become a master of lighting makeup uh hair <laughs> <laughs> and everything you do it else. all at home now yeah exactly exactly so uh-huh. you know it's it's, uh-huh. it's from an from from the entertainment uh industry perspective uh, just had to adjust, you know what I mean, and make our opportunities, mm-hmm. which which is l- largely what we've mm-hmm. done in, in, anyway. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So that. Yeah. Well, well, I'm glad to hear that you uh, your your family's uh, you know doing doing well. Um, I, let's back up. Uh, let's go back to the beginning and and allow me to ask about your your youth. You know, uh, like what kind of artsy stuff did you participate in as a kid? Were you into like theater, music, writing? You know, were you always a, were you the class clown? You know, like how did you get to to this? That, that's so funny. As a kid, um, like you, what were you doing? <laughs> yeah, I, like no, as I, evidently when I was four years old, um, I skipped uh-huh. my my regular line in the play, and I told everybody I wanted to be an actor and go to Hollywood. 
Uh, I don't remember that, <laughs> but that's what I'm told. Uh, <laughs> right? So, uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, but I, I, was, um, I was... And where uh, was this? Where did you grow up? That was... Well, that was... I've grown up in largely three places. Uh, Jackson, mm-hmm. Mississippi, Washington, okay. D.C., and um, Hampton, Virginia, which is like in the Tidewater area, uh, closer to like Virginia okay. Beach, Norfolk, and the water. Um, uh-huh. and it, it was, uh-huh. it was, and I, I'd say that each place had a pretty significant impact on development. Um, hmm. As both, just both as a as a, a boy to a man, as well as a performer. Uh, I was, mm-hmm. I had one year that made me shy. I went to school and like, I'm not even, this is going to sound like I'm singing a theme song, but it was literally in West Philadelphia um, where I was neither <laughs> born nor raised, but on the, on the playground, I got stabbed. I got hit in the face with a metal lunchbox. I got jumped and I got in fist fights. This was in first grade. <laughs> first grade. I'm, in I'm West Philadelphia. Even, yes. Yes. Or was I, that the, my, my, yeah. Yeah. My mom, my mom was in a, was doing a residency at uh, Thomas Jefferson Hospital. And I won't name, I won't name the schools. I don't, I don't want to like, like, sure. I don't want the bad public <laughs> school. But like that right. made me very, that made me very shy and reserved. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay. and acting is what brought me out of that. I, I think. Uh, I see. Uh, yeah. So I, mean, I, I think this, it's a safe place to be your full self on exactly, stage. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, I think yeah. The, the, the coming out show was was uh, as Audrey two in Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> where, yeah, so did where, you? Uh, hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Now I was saying where where the the, the voice the voice that I kind of used in in that play um, continues mm-hmm. continues to uh, get me gainfully employed to this day. Um, <laughs> ser- That's fantastic. Man. Yeah, yeah. Did, so, uh, did you have important you know events or models or or mentors in those early days? Say in you know high school or those days. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, and, and what's what's been wonderful is that I've been able to keep in touch with them largely to this day hmm. um, from my from my second and third grade teacher um, who, who was so uh, an incredible teacher, uh, Tawana Hinton. She, she's uh, super charismatic. And I, I, I just Great. remember I remember her talking about being an organ donor and making it sound, huh. I, I, I said, I want to be an organ donor, not knowing uh, like at, at six years old <laughs> what that entailed, but I, I right. know, joy, joy, joy infects passion. And that was like, mm-hmm. I saw this teacher be so passionate about what she did that it gave us, it gave us joy to listen and to, to be informed by her. And I think that, that largely, mm. that translated, um, that translated into, my passion on stage when I'm excited about what I'm talking about or my, my, what I'm doing. Um, and from stand up to singing to, to, to acting, it all really made it work. Um, you know, my, my high school drama coach, I still talk to her. I talked to her like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I sent her an audition. Uh, <laughs> she still mm-hmm. critiques me sometimes. Yeah. Um, just, so yeah, I, cer- oh, I certainly, great. I certainly have the, the wonderful influences and family influence as well. But, uh, that, that, mm. Content that continue to be a part of my my life and my continued growth and development. Mm, so important. I you know when you say things like organ donor, <laughs> I I think about uh, uh, 
you know, that there's this aspect of, of not just uh, somebody who could teach you craft, but somebody of strong character who was encouraging to you, you know, Absolutely. in your formative years. And I think that's, that's so beautiful. Um, so, okay. So somebody convinced you, you should pursue this academically. Uh, your bio says you have a master's in uh, fine arts uh, yeah, from California Institute of the Arts. Yeah. In acting. So, so, so how did you get there? And, and, and tell us about that. Oh, CalArts. Um, so CalArts, there was a, there was a, a large uh, consortium of drama schools uh, in mm-hmm. Chicago uh, having their, their regional auditions. And so I went there mm-hmm. to audition to go to UCLA and okay. CalArts was there. And I said, "Wow!" And I, I, I wasn't as familiar. And the, I, the irony mm-hmm. is, I actually, I actually got into UCLA, uh, okay, and changed my mind and went to Cal Arts. It was, it was, a, a fair, <laughs> it was. No, I mean, it, it's funny when, when you talk again about mentors. Um, when I met Fran Bennett and Susan Salt, um, who were the head of the drama school and head of acting, respectively, um, mm-hmm. and they. I, sometimes, sometimes you meet someone and there's just a connection and you know, that's where you need, that's, that's the person you need to follow. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was, that was, that was the introduction to CalArts. That's what drew me to CalArts. And, um, mm. I met them in the audition and mm-hmm. so, something just told me, uh, that this is where I needed to be. You know, I mean, aside, mm. aside from it being the number four, like drama school in the world, like it wasn't right. just about it, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't just about that, but it was also the fact that you know, like you have to you have to connect with your your with your teachers and and, and mm-hmm. mentors and so forth. Um, right, right. Because it, it's a symbi it's a symbiotic situation. You know, there's not only um, yeah. and, you know, and, and, and having having taught acting at Valley College uh, and uh, Compton College, uh, I I. I I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but I, I also am an associate professor, so I, I, I pop in and out. Okay. Um, to to teach speech and theater and acting, and wow. so your your students make you. Do you sharper. do you have some special kind of day that has like thirty seven hours in it? How do you how do you do all of this? Oh, dude, it's amazing. I, I appreciate that. That was. Uh, you, you know, you make you make time for what you're passionate about, right? So you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So, so you did this, uh, uh, master's program at Cal arts yes. and, um, did you immediately, uh, you know, get thrust into a career or what kind of path have you taken to pay the bills along the way? Yeah, I, um, again, back to Fran Bennett, Fran Bennett called it. Mm. Um, my, you know, I, my parents are, my parents are uh, well. My dad's from California, from LA, and my mom is from Mississippi. Okay. But uh, my grandparents, my my paternal grandparents, are from Louisiana. So, you know, black folk from the South want to know when you gonna get a job. Uh, mm-hmm. So, so you get a real job, not like a, right. a gig. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so, so, so the question to Fran was, you know, what's gonna ha- like, like, what does it look like for him? And uh, she said, oh, he'll get a series or something. And literally within mm-hmm. a year, a year and like three months, I had a series. Oh, brilliant! Uh, that was, and that was that was barbershop on Showtime. Mm. Did so that allay their concerns? <laughs> it, it 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 did it did. Oh, and then I forgot I, before that before that even happened. Like within probably, 
That was September. So within six months, I had mm-hmm. a, a, a regular gig doing voiceover, again using that voice uh, from from uh-huh. Little Shop of Horrors. That was it was <laughs> it was so basically it was um, it, I, I used to imitate the Ricky Harris, um, who okay, uh, he, he, uh, you, you saw him on Heat. He I mean he, he worked all the mm-hmm. time. He, he passed away, God okay. rest his soul. But uh, he used to. Uh, he 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 did a, a character that I don't know if I'm allowed to say the name. I, I'll call him DJ Easy D, uh, and I'll mm-hmm. let you imagine what D stands for uh, on the okay. Snoop, on Snoop Dogg's first uh, record on, on Snoop's first okay. effort, Doggy Style. I, he did this uh, smoking a fat sack right on DJ Easy, and he he did that voice, and I used to always mm-hmm. imitate it, and. Um, I, I, my friend of mine said, "Yo, remember that voice you be doing?" He said, "I said, yeah." He said, "Come do this theme, <laughs> come do this theme song uh, for this pilot we're gonna do, and um, okay. if it go, if it goes, you'll sing the theme song and you'll be the voice of the show." So the show mm. ended up being it was the number one show on MTV for like five years. It's called Pimp My Ride, and um, oh yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah everybody knows that. So, yeah. so, so, yeah, so I, so we, we came up, so you want to be a player, but your wheels ain't fly. You got to hit us up and get a pimped out. Right. <laughs> and so that Fantastic. was, that was, thank you. That was my first, um, that was my first job out of school. And that, that happened really quickly. That was, I mean, there was no time. Um, uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. so yeah, so, hmm. so I started, so I started working, like I've, I've worked consistently in, voiceover the tv film or, or theater pretty mm-hmm. much since i got out of school um and i and again i attribute that to to my incredible um teachers along the way especially at, at cal arts too um mm. De, I, denise woods who uh chooses uh she's coached taraji henson uh she's coached mr ali uh, and I say, I say, Ali, okay. I, say the, yeah. I say the, the award, the Oscar, uh, winner, Marshala Ali, uh, she coached mm. him for, for true crime. And she also, and that, so the, the joke about that is she also coached, uh, Will Smith for the film Ali, uh, uh-huh. uh, as a voice coach. And, and so she's been, she was my teacher for three years and she's been one of my mentors, um, since then. And that, that's been some time. And I've just had I just uh-huh. had some incredible teachers and some uh, some very uh, that's great. just very fortunate to you know have people guiding me along the way you know mm, fantastic yeah I'm 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 jealous <laughs> um, <laughs> that's fantastic I've been very fortunate to have some inc- uh, incredible mentors when at Cal Arts one in particular that worked on uh, w- that worked with Mr Ali and I joke about Mr Ali because. Uh, I'm both referring to uh, Academy Award winner Mahershala Ali and her mm. work with Will Smith uh, on the film Ali. That person, ah. Denise Woods, was my professor at CalArts for three years. Um, she actually brought me in to teach her classes when she was on set after I graduated. Um, and she continues to be a mentor uh, and and second mom to this day, and mm. um, so yeah, mm. so yeah, it's uh, wonderful. Yeah, S- sort of circle back around to West Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith, well yeah. played, well played. So. 
um, so so you ended up in, in Los Angeles, you know, for, for grad school and just were immediately in the right place. So that's, that's a wonderful thing. Um, you know, I, when I think back to my, uh, the actors that I went to school with, uh, we, we went to school in Baltimore. And so, you know, the, the best thing going was you could get a gig on uh, homicide life on the street or, ah. uh, or the wire. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much okay. it. You know, now, that what, what, happening where, in town. Where, where in Baltimore? Where did you go to the performing arts school? Where did you go in Baltimore? I went to UMBC, which, which University of Maryland, oh, Baltimore County. Uh, abs- absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I'm very yeah. familiar. Awesome. Yeah, there was an actor named uh, James Brown Orleans who was there at the time. He ended up in uh, uh, in New York. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, but everybody that was anybody in our department ended up uh, being a character on Homicide. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> anyway, it wow. was. But uh, yeah. Um, but you know, so, but in Los Angeles, you're already there in the, in the Mecca, you know, you're in the center of everything and all the opportunities. So it's beautiful. So, uh, tell me a little bit about your daily, you know, practices. Do you have regular, maybe daily, maybe near daily practices that keep you going, that help you care for yourself? How do you keep momentum, you know, with your projects and your career? Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, first, first and foremost, uh, the, the speech warmups, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the habits from drama school have, have certainly served me in good stead. That they, they continue to be in place. Um, mm. we, we studied speak with distinction. Edith Skinner, who was a Juilliard professor uh, for many years, mm-hmm. who was actually who was actually Denise Woods's coach when she was at mm. Juilliard, who I was talking about earlier. Um, okay, that that's something that's something that continues. Uh, I've been working. I've been in steam study class, uh, even through the pandemic, two, three times a week with um, Gloria Gifford, who is uh, an accomplished uh, film and television actress for many years, as well as Broadway. Um, so mm-hmm. we, we, we do our Zoom class, uh, you know, two, three days a week and everything like that. So there, there's there's that. And then and then, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a runner and a boxer. And I've stayed out of the gym, out of the boxing gyms, you know, with COVID and everything like that. But mm-hmm. fortunately, right. most of my training is out, you know, based outdoors. So running uh-huh. And, uh-huh. And, and calisthenics and so forth. Um, and that when things jump back off, we'll be ready. You know, I, I, I don't want to sound corny, but, you know, stay ready so you don't have to get ready that that. But that that is certainly yeah. a, a mantra that is applicable mm-hmm. Um, uh, not, not only in, I mean, just, just across the board from craft to, to, uh, you know, health and so forth. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. one meal prep has been really easy during the, during COVID I've lost like 30 pounds. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, well, the, the, been, the running about, it helps too. Yeah. The, the running and the cauliflower <laughs> rice have been life, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great. Um, so you've got you've got classes that continue, and and I think it's an interesting uh, thing. This has come up with a couple of other interviewees that you know classes have moved uh, online more so than they were before, and and who knows what the post pandemic world will look like. It could be that we'll still be doing a lot of our uh, studies uh, as artists with folks that don't you know live in the same city as us. Uh, Absolutely. So it's sort of a new world. It's it's giving us a, a glimpse of uh, more possibility. You know, it it, it, it has it has. I, I will say this though, yeah. for, uh, as far as as far as on camera acting, uh, so so mm-hmm. much of 
so much of our performance is is associated with behavior and touch mm-hmm. and interaction and and that and I don't think that part will ever change. Um, so th- that that is certainly when, when we get back to normal, uh, you know, you can't say for example, you know, Kramer versus Kramer. You couldn't have you couldn't have that scene. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't have that scene from a social distancing situation. You can't have someone recoil right. from touch if there's not if they're not there to touch each other. If that makes sense. So, right. Right. Um, I mean, it's 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 heartening and it's heartening from that perspective. Like you know, all the training that we put in, all of the work that we put in, like it will still serve us in good stead whenever. But we know how to make it work uh, in the in the interim and everything. Right. 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 Mm. So, uh, you know, you do some some writing and some some comedy. Do you do you journal? Do you write or create content on a schedule these days? Uh, So that I try to. I mean, we all I mean, we all I try to journal. I I was better at journal. I was better at journaling when I was in my 20s. I have like five journals Mm. in my 20s. Uh, Mm. But Mm -hmm. the the journaling is great. the journaling is great. And I, I think my, my content creation largely these days is uh, just seeing work, rehearsing and and mm-hmm. uh, prepping for auditions. So it comes out of physical space rather than from just, you know, uh, onto the page directly. Right. 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 And yeah. I, I was going to yeah. say, you asked, you asked about comedy. Comedy is a trip right now because um, comedy is also Zoom shows. Mm hmm. And streaming live. The thing is, there's four or five people in the audience, so you got to be real. Right. You got to be real funny um, <laughs> when, it's four, <laughs> when it's four or five people in the audience. Like, you know, they, yeah, like, like you, you know, it, if that's that's the, that's the thing is that when you have a large group, you can be all right, and you can sound and you like, feel social pressure to laugh when other people laugh. But exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's actually a phys- there's actually a physiologic uh, mechanism that, mm. that kicks in when, like mm-hmm. you said, when other people laugh, you're more likely to laugh. So, mm-hmm. if, you know, mm-hmm. and, and furthermore, when there's 30, 40, 100 people laughing, like chuckling, it sounds like a roar. But if there's yeah. four people in the audience, <laughs> like they better be about to fall out on the floor and, and have, you know, bust, <laughs> right. bust the gut. Yeah. Um, and I've done yeah. I've done some I've done some Zoom shows, um, mm-hmm. and they, it's been a trip. It's like you watch the Daily Show, Saturday Night Live. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, you really have to be committed uh, to your performance uh, as you would. I mean, and, and that's 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 what's interesting about with comedy is like you have to, um, you know, you have to you have to be to know your material so well that it sounds like you're speaking off the cuff. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that really right. tra- that really translates in in the Zoom era um, mm-hmm. with that you know if you even watch mm-hmm. watch like watch Bill Maher um, where he mm-hmm. inter- intersperses like the video of crowds laughing through the ages and everything like that but it's still but mm-hmm. you know it's still mm-hmm. funny because you know the delivery the timing and everything is uh, you know <laughs> right. professional right. you know right. Yeah. And, and so, I'm, don't, but and he, I'm not, he I'm not, finds and, a way to make it feel. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, and by the way, I'm yeah. not com- I'm not comparing yeah. myself to Bill Maher. I'm not saying I'm I'm on that level. <laughs> <laughs> but right, but it's, right, but no, you, totally. Yeah. But you see the the formula that we have to follow mm-hmm. uh, to make it work now. Right. That's right. And we're learning a lot about the dynamics of, you know, uh, part of what makes comedy work is there are people in the room laughing. Right. It's the whole laugh track issue. And, you know, in in a comedy like, you know, The Office was hilarious, but also very uncomfortable because there's no laugh track. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, that kind of thing. Um, Yeah. Um, And so that that whole dynamic of the interchange. Yeah. Right. No, that's so that's so funny. You mentioned The Office, the, uh, the diversity day. Uh, episode is one I revisit on a regular because it's so hilarious, <laughs> and, and part part of that has to do uh, with exactly what you're saying, Rob, which is the, the how awkward it is, uh, right, and everything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna try to get rain on the show someday. We'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, so. Um, yeah, it would be. Uh, do you do you do a lot of uh, collaborations? Do you enjoy working, creating content? You know, like in pairs or in groups. Sure, sure. It's a, it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's a uh, you know group. Pro- group I mean, it's sort of the nature of the beast in a lot of ways. Absolutely, yeah. and, I mean, and no group projects are are always fun. Um, once mm. the brainstorming happens, and you know, you just throw everything to the wall and see what sticks. It's it's amazing what pops mm-hmm. out sometimes. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Just back yeah. back to yeah. like um, I mean like the the uh, the the Pulp Shakespeare project. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there there would be times where there would be times where we're on stage, and I say, "Yo, I, I need a line that is more germane to to this idea," and I think it'll get more of a laugh. Or, you know, mm-hmm. we work it mm-hmm. this way, you know, and, and so the, the collaborative efforts are the best. I love those. Mm-hmm. And Pulp Shakespeare, if I understand, was a retelling of Pulp Fiction uh, in a Shakespearean style. Is that right? Yes. yes. Or was it the opposite? No, no it was. <laughs> well, I, you know, uh, Quentin Tarantino's writing is 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 very, very Shakespearean just at a, a, mm-hmm. a, a molec- yeah. molecular level. Mm-hmm. There's there's betrayal, mm-hmm. there's betrayal, there's sex, there's violence, mm-hmm. there's blood. Like that's 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 Shakespeare, mm-hmm. you know. So it was yeah, um, absolutely. The blood yeah, is on so the stage. Yeah, that's that's right, that's right. Uh, and so the retelling of of Pulp Fiction uh, was not too much of a jump. You know, I mean, as much mm. of a jump as one would think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So it was literally just changing the language, and and that was. Mm. Like to this, like to this, even having you know had a series and and doing you know having some you know high profile jobs at times, like Pope Shakespeare mm-hmm. is still my jam. Like still, still my mo- the, the most <laughs> the most fun I have had on stage mm-hmm. and uh, probably the most artistically fulfilling situation as well. Mm, yeah, and it's very twenty first century, right? This idea of a mashup, right? Oh, yeah. is is very much in the air you know in our generation of of creators <laughs> indeed indeed yeah yeah all right well fantastic so what are your plans you know for the future uh both within the pandemic and and post pandemic whenever that may come when is post pandemic going to happen <laughs> <laughs> we don't uh, know <laughs> i know i know i know uh, <laughs> could be 6 months could be 3 years <laughs> good lord yeah. uh 
So yeah, for real. <laughs> so, but um, that, that's a that's a that's a funny question because you know when you say what is your what are, what are your plans? You know, it's hard to plan these days. You know, yeah, it, yeah. I, I, you know, with some level of seriousness, do we have a f- is the, is the future coming? You know, <laughs> like we don't. Yeah. You know, it's hard to I tell. Mean, it's it's coming, yeah. but but it's 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 going to be different. And I mean, it is different, and it's going to continue yeah. to be different. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, the, the question is, you know, when I say okay, well, I, I need a, you know, I want to work with this director, uh, mm-hmm. it, you know, in the next six months. You know, I, I, I that's that's another that's another practice too is to to you know I I revisit my three six nine five year goals and mm. so forth. And nice. And you so, have them. It sounds like you have them at several different, several different scales. I do. I do. No, because you know, yeah. you have to, you have to work, uh, you have to work backwards. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, if uh-huh. I, if I, I recall, see. if I recall correctly, habit number three in the seven habits of, uh, in the seven highly habits successful of, people of highly <laughs> successful people. Thank you. Is begin yeah. with the end in mind. So, mm. I, uh, so I try to work my way back there. Right. It's interesting right. to try to do that because, you know, you don't know when the industry is coming back. We don't know when we're going to be right. shooting again and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That, that, that said, continuing to work, continuing to, you know, work on my craft. Those are the, those are the, those are the immediate things. And when things mm-hmm. open back up, there's, there's direct, there are directors I want to work with. Um, mm-hmm. And there are some projects that, that I have in mind and, and, and that. And then there are projects that will continue to come out, some of which I can't discuss right now. Um, <laughs> right, of course, yeah. Uh, but there's, yeah. there's a project that I'm working on right now that we've been working on for the last couple of years. Um, wow. That will probably be released next year. So next time we talk, I certainly want to discuss it uh, mm. and mm. everything like well, that. Well, I look forward to that, <laughs> yeah. So, um very cool. So, Dan, it's a delight to talk with you. Uh, Thank you, Ron. Um, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time. And uh, and again, I hope you continue to be well and look forward to seeing your future work. My man. Thank you, Rob. I really appreciate it. The pleasure is mine. You're welcome. All right. Thank you so much. The 52 Sketches podcast is a product of 52 Sketches, makers of earlywords.io, daily, private, stream of consciousness writing to clear your mind and unlock your creativity.